This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A product of the Whisper Forge. Sound and story brought to life. Caravan would not be possible without support from our Lords of Hell. We'd like to thank Lord Ponders for supporting the team of synchronized swimming spies from the Eighth Circle, their subversive subterfuge-inspired swimming routines famously known for their graceful, elegant movements. When asked why support such a highly niche organization, Lord Ponders simply answered, The spies must flow. We'd like to thank Lord Bradley for bringing out the superhero in all of us. To invoke the powers of Lord Bradley, one need simply chant the power words, Wham! Shazam! Thank you, ma'am. We're eternally grateful to our Lords of Hell for their continued support and, um, mercy, I guess. Caravan is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful info. Welcome back to the canyon. Let's jump right in. Previously on Caravan. Samir, look out, the ledge! And I fall into the vast and bottomless canyon below. I'm gonna get us all out of here, just you wait. Caravans kinda help keep the peace around the canyon, but uh, we hunt demons, mostly. Call me baby girl again, and I'll shoot your nuts off. Your pain is mine now, and mine yours. I knew I couldn't be the only son of a bitch awake in this here hick town. Top of the noontime to you, kiddos. People just lying on the ground. A few dozen of them. Everybody get your garlic out. We finally got ourselves a vampire. Samir, you are going to make a fine caravana. Have I said that yet? None of these fellers got bite marks on them. That part's weird, yeah, but everything else fits. Picks a place where the sun only shines directly inward for a short amount of time per day, entrances a populace to follow him to his hunting ground, but then he puts them all to sleep. But why? All sleeping during the day? They can't all be vampires, too. Unless someone's trying to make more of them. Well, not on my watch. I'll drive a stake through every single one of these baby bloodsuckers if I gotta. Damn, Mama. These are your constituents. You've gotten dark. The sun's moving just past the canyon wall. We should keep our guard up. Samir may have pieced together all the right clues, but this still feels like highly unusual behavior for a vampire. Not any kind of vampire you've ever met before, that's for sure. I turn on my heel at the sound of a new voice, 
Argo and Dakota both draw their guns and point it at the voice in unison like a well-oiled machine. Mama uncoils a long black whip at her waist. Ah, shoot. These guys have their battle stances on lock. I kind of shuffle for a bit, trying to figure out what kind of pose I want to strike before settling on putting up my fists like some meek boxer. In front of us approaches a man in fancy, frilly gear. He emerges from the shadow of the canyon wall like he'd been waiting there a long time and we just hadn't noticed. As he comes into view, I check him out, naturally. A ruffled white collar, a crimson velvet coat, long white leggings and knee-high oxblood boots. One white-gloved hand, no longer clapping, strokes a slick, black goatee. Hmm. And his other hand rests sternly behind his straight back as he strides towards us like a school teacher, administering an exam. His shiny black locks bounce behind him as a stray curl bobs at his temple. Can't even wait for nighttime, huh? You're kind of getting bold, bloodsucker. My kind? I'd rather you not lump me in with the rabble. I did just say I'm unlike any vampire you've ever met. Remember? We've got a Gandalf the White on our hands, folks. Do not let him speak, or with a word he'll enchant us all. I'm inclined to agree. Say your prayers, motherfanger. Dakota, you drive him away from the trail deeper into the alcove. I'll corner him in and stake him. For what crime? Um, for vampire, and that's what. Hold on, Dakota. Boy, have you lost your damn mind? But she said herself nobody had bite marks on them. Okay, so he's letting dinner marinate in the dirt for a while. What's your point? I solemnly swear I'm not biting anybody today. And we're supposed to believe a vampire. All right, McDreamy. What's your story, then? No, he's enchanted you already. No, this is just that slutty soul of his. He doesn't need to enchant me. Just because someone's hot doesn't mean I can't treat them rationally. Like, he he hasn't killed anybody yet that we know of, and I want to know why. Now here's a man of reason. I like that. What's your name, pretty boy? Um, Samir. Uh... It's nice to meet you. Oh, Lord, don't let him flatter you. Uh, and what's your name? Well, isn't that nice? Someone who hasn't forgotten their manners. Miguel Josue Montenegro Mejia. And I'll say I'm the one enchanted for the moment. Here we go again. See, now this is why nobody makes it alone. While he's hypnotizing your pal over there, can someone else just at least put a lasso on this guy? I'm on it. Guys, chill for a second. I got this. So, Miguel, you haven't hurt anybody here yet, it looks like. Just put them all to sleep. What's your deal? I'm sure you saw the rainstorm the other night. We did. How do I put this? Ever since it started raining, something has changed within me. Something is not the same. Exactly! My thirst for blood seemed to be replaced by a far deeper hunger. Tell me, have you ever longed to be so close to someone you couldn't bear to be apart from them? But even holding them in your arms didn't even feel close enough. Like you wanted to get closer even still. Close enough to breathe the very same breath as they did. Now what fresh hippie nonsense is this? Yeah. Um, I I know what you're talking about. Well, something like that. It's with someone I loved. Once. I found myself insatiably hungry for something I can't suck out of them with fangs. 
My appetites changed entirely. Suddenly I'm starving for their feelings. Bull fucking shit. This is some next level hypnosis, Samir. Snap out of it. You're an emotional vampire. Yes, that's the word for it. What in balls, balls is an emotional vampire? Uh, these things actually exist where I'm from. Tons of them. Also known as toxic assholes, fuckboys, you name it. I don't know about that. I merely put this town to sleep and fed on their dreams. It's harmless. Harmless? These people have lives, you know, and you put all those to a stop. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I thought I'd just get my fill and wake them again. But no matter how much I feed on their emotions, it's never enough. Imagine that. So your alibi is that you're nonetheless an abomination. Guys, hold on a second. Whenever caravans run into these supernatural creatures, do you just kill them? Or screw them? Uh, I told you we'd run into vampires, and that we'd kill them. Every time? Like, you kill 100% of the vampires you run into? Well, what the hell else are we supposed to do with them? Because uh, you said they're terrible in the sack? And they suck your blood! Grim business, don't you think? You guys don't have, like, a county jail or something? Or a court system? Sis, I told you we don't have sheriffs around here. Caravans are busy keeping the peace. We don't have time for justice, too. Well, this caravan's gonna be different. Samir, I feel we've given you an all-too-sunny picture of how things work in the canyon. Idealism is nice and all, but these are vampires we're dealing with. You said it yourself. Things would be different this time, right? You've got me. I'm the wild card. Well, yes, I... I did say that. So what are you gonna do instead, Samir? Well, uh, believe it or not, Miguel's not the first emotional vampire I've met in my life. I've let a whole bunch feed on me. More than I should have. Trust me. So you're just gonna let him feed on you too? Banshee told me she needed to feed on people's souls, but then once she took over my body, she didn't need to. She said my soul had this... aura. Uh, she said it sustained her. Baby boy, I warned you about this. You can't just go letting everybody in there. Uh, but if I can help someone, shouldn't I? Uh, what's the trade-off here? If I can sustain a banshee, maybe I can sustain an emotional vampire. It's what evokers do, right? And nobody gets killed. Isn't that worth trying? Look, I'll even ask. Hey, banshee, you there? was just having a dream for the first time in centuries. What is it? So you're telling me there's a banshee in there only he can hear. Marvelous. I know you're itching for a fight, but think my uh, soul's got enough aura for another guest? How does one describe it? It's, it's like sitting around a fire. Having someone else there doesn't make it any less warm. Ah, will I be having guests? I think you might be. Just wish me luck. <laughs> Samir, partner, uh, compadre. Amigo? Yes, amigo. I really have to advise against this. What you're planning is... Miguel? 
Yes? I want you to come inside me. Oh, Lord, I think I'm gonna faint. Now, I've been invited in many times, but never quite like that. Uh, no, not like that way. What I mean is how Banshee did it. Come into my mouth. Amana, <laughs> could we just watch our phrasing, please? No, I mean, if you can find a way to attach yourself to my soul, maybe it'll fix your hunger, too. You know, there's nobody in the canyon I've ever met quite like you. Are you sure about this? <laughs> Not at all. But also, like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm sure enough. What's the best way to do this bonding business? Are, are you going to bite me? I've been out of practice for a while. But short of other far more intimate methods, yes. I think biting would be best. You can't let him bite you, Samir. You'll turn into a vampire yourself. Psh, details, details. I, I can handle it. Samir, we can't let you do this. You have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Becoming a vampire is changing everything you are. It's crazy. You could die. People in the canyon will haunt you. People even more trigger-happy than Dakota, if you can believe it. People like me, for starters. Not so long ago, I wasn't even human anymore. I became... supernatural, right? What's one more change? What did you call them, Argo? Adaptations? No! This is too dangerous. We won't allow it. This ain't no adaptation. This is... this is anarchy. Where's your sense of self-preservation, boy? If I'm being honest with you, I never had one. And I probably never will. I'd much rather do something for the story, I think. Can I be real for a second? I'm fucking terrified. I keep feeling like I'm losing control of myself. Like, there's another me, deep inside me, that's taking over. One that says things and does things before I even realize I've decided to act. Sometimes I feel myself pulled towards dangerous things just to feel something, you know? And that's not something Argo and Dakota will ever understand. But this whole thing's a dream anyway, right? I mean, if I can float with a banshee inside me, how in the world am I going to tone down getting bit by a smoking hot vampire? Mama, you gotta stop him! Well, if anyone can survive it, it's an evoker. Mama, you can't be serious! Can we just skip to the last Twilight book already? You're really going to let me bite you? Just like that? I mean... If you could focus on noshing on my soul, and maybe go lighter on the blood, that'd be dope. But I'm going into this with realistic expectations. You're going in with anything but. On one condition, though. Anything. If it sates this hunger in me, I'll do anything. Mama's right. I'll be a liability as a vampire, at least for a little while. If I turn into one at all. I'll need someone to show me the ropes. You want training. On retainer. This isn't a crash course. You're coming with me. With us. And you're protecting our caravan. Got it? Ha! Dang! Now that is a win-win bargain if I ever saw one. You surprise me every hour of every day, Samir. Do we have a deal? I uh, yes. We have a deal, then. When do we, um, consummate our contract? 
How does right now sound? That sounds just fine. Without another moment's hesitation, Miguel descends on me. Argo and Dakota both start to move for a second, instinctively rushing to defend me. But they fight back their urge and freeze up, watching us instead. Mama has her hands on her hips now. I can't tell if she's sad or disapproving or just fascinated. Maybe all of the above. Uh, But these guys are all larger than life. I'm going to have to be two if I want to keep up with them. If I want to survive in the canyon, I, I, I don't want to be some blank slate protagonist. I, I want to make moves. I want to matter. I, I want to make my own choices, not not let some hand of God pick what's best for me. And if that means taking rides on the wild side, hey, why not? But even I startle a little bit as he puts his arms around my back and draws me in. Oh, he's hungry, all right. <laughs> Holy smokes, those fangs are deep. Miguel didn't go right into my neck, but mercifully into my shoulder instead. Or maybe it's because it's closer to my heart. I don't know. But his canines pierce straight through my shirt and bury themselves in my skin. I feel my breath catch in my chest. My heart pumps faster and faster like it's in emergency mode. I... I keep breathing in through my nose and out through my mouth, trying to slow it down. The sky's light above us goes even dimmer for a moment. Then the shadows rush across my vision like clouds are moving in a fast-forwarded tape. It feels like the sun is traveling in a time-lapse or something. God, I've lost sense of time. How long has he been feeding on me? Seconds? Minutes? Hours? I have no idea. From time to time, his long, wet tongue laps at the wound to keep too much blood from spilling out. And when it runs over the opening where his teeth sank in, oh, fuck. It feels incredible. Like pressing on a hickey. And my knees go weak and I just want to fall backward. But I just go limp as Miguel holds me upright. I feel Banshee moving around inside me. It's like she's squishing to make room. Her icy cold presence spreads and thins to make space for a new visitor, an essence I can only describe as dark and hungry. When he's done, his fangs withdraw and he releases me. I can feel a part of him in me now, just like Banshee. I try to catch my breath and it feels like my first inhale in a long time. Hazily, I try to meet his gaze and he meets mine in return. His lips curl in a bloody smoke. He looks... horny. Hot. (laughs) But when our eyes lock, it feels like... remembering something. It feels like remembering a part of your body you forgot until you hurt it somehow like your funny bone like he's always been in here it's it's gone the hunger it's gone are you are you well let him go you sleaze if anything else happens to samir i will put a hole in your heart faster than you can blink and you can bet I've stocked up on wooden bullets, too. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just feel like there's two Miguels. One out here and one in me. I I can't thank you enough. It's gone. It's really gone. 
No thirst for blood, no hunger for emotion. What even makes a vampire if not lust? I... I do not know. But now, I can at least begin to ask. For that, I am eternally grateful. Well, you'll have all the time in the world to find out why you protect us. In our caravan. A deal's a deal. Besides, I want you close by. To kill you if you start getting peckish for second helpings. I'm coming along to you just in case. Mama? You're really joining our caravan again? Well, something's not right. This is all going a little too well, don't you think? We start getting all these rainstorms. You see, Lee, our vampire pal ain't even a vampire no more. Uh, Samir, how do you feel? Uh, weak, but I'll be alright. Wait, what, when do I start getting fangs or Jedi mind trick powers and, ooh, wait, an ectomorphic physique? I have no idea if evokers can transform themselves. But vampirism takes time. It's not instantaneous. I pray you'll never have to hunger as I have. Who knows? Maybe the rain changed that for all vampires, present and future. The hell is that? I don't know if it's the blood loss, but I think I'm seeing things. It looks like a bug running down the trail straight towards us. Oh my god, look at that beautiful little thing. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Look, you divide. Hey, little guy. Mama, you got a treat or something? Hey, I might have some pit demon jerky in here somewhere. Let's see. Oh, here you go. Aw, look at him. He's adorable. How does such a cute thing survive in the canyon this long? How indeed. That dumb oaf would jump right into the jaws of an ogre without someone keeping an eye out for him. It's him. The suited man from my dream. It's been a while. Why, hello, handsome. Did you miss me? Not as much as this little doggo missed Augie, apparently. The cutest little pug in the world starts running around my leg in circles. Oh, I scoop him up and he licks my face immediately. Oh, he likes you too, Samir. That's because he's stupid. Kerberos, get back here right this instant. What nightmarish mechanations are you up to these days? Well, excuse me. Am I being detained or am I free to go? Answer the question, asshole. Can't I even walk a dog in the upper circles without law enforcement sticking their head up my toned behind? My goodness. Miguel inches closer to me and tries to whisper in my ear. My prince, I know you're hurting, but you may want to stand tall. This one can smell weakness. I nod and try to look as serious as I can with a pug lapping at my face. Argo, Dakota, and Mama Bang Bang slowly shift into battle formation, too. Oh, you've made some friends. You there, thank you so much for picking up my puppy. Now, can I have him back? Caravan was created by me, Tozaman, and produced by Misha Stanton and me. 
This episode was written and directed by yours truly, with performances by Sushant Adlaka as Samir, Giancarlo Herrera as Argo, Danielle Shamaya as Dakota, Mama Bang Bang as herself, Bernardo Cubria as Miguel, Lisette Alvarez as Banshee, and Tozaman as Virgil. Sound editing by Pacific Obadiah. Sound design by Misha Stanton and Ana Rodriguez. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham. Additional music by Misha Stanton and Travis Reeves. Visual art by Marina Vermillion. Press kit by Kyle Boyce. If you like what you're here, we hope you'll help us fund a second season of Caravan. We're nearly halfway to our goal in order to be able to make season two, and you can track our progress or chip in on patreon.com slash caravanradio. Our home on the web is wispaforge.org slash caravan, where you can find transcripts for each episode, links to subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen, and ways to review us on your favorite listening app. Remember, you can always send me your thoughts about the show, crude jokes, inappropriate emails, and dank memes at caravan at whisperforge.org. If you send us something really funny, memorable, or just downright thirsty, we might even give it a read in the credits. This week, our favorite tweet was from Rick, who sent us a gif of the iconic Madame LaQueer from season four of RuPaul's Drag Race simply going, "Ooh!" Episode eight goes live in two weeks on May 17th. Thanks for writing with us. Y'all come back soon now. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.